Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, friends, colleagues, and people who accidentally downloaded our podcast to the Real Film Nerds, episode number 222, triple two, triple two. This week, I believe it was my pick, again, I chose... The Netflix original, but it originally came out in the theaters first. Army of the Dead. Written, directed, and cinematography by Zack Snyder. Mysterious Mike Talent, how are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. Accidentally downloaded, man. No, they didn't accidentally. It was like, they were like, they wanted to watch this or listen to this. You know, they didn't accidentally do it. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. I, I believe that. If you accidentally download our podcast, please feel free to email us, especially if you have a shitty selfie, to Mike at realfilmnerds.com. Yes, Matt, but should we explain the shitty selfies or no? Just let it just let no. it ride? No, we'll let it ride. We'll let it ride this time. Okay. We're gonna we'll let see it ride. what you get. All right. Like, so it's just like 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 Vegas, like uh like the movie takes place in. Right. Right. Just like Army of the Dead in Vegas, except for not really uh, with shitty selfies. Well, maybe the, the zombies take shitty selfies. You never know, Matt. You never know. So, Mike, all right. Why don't you give us the rundown for the brand new Netflix original that came out in theaters, Army of the Dead? All right, Matt. Like you said, it was uh, written and directed by uh, Zack Snyder. Uh, the screenplay was uh, Zack Snyder, Shay Hayton, and Jacoby Harold. And this movie is starring Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Anna de la Ringa, Omar Hardwick, Omari, sorry, Omari Hardwick, and Theo Rossi. Is following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. I don't know if it's quite the greatest heist ever attempted, but it's a, it's a heist for sure. Am I noting a little distaste in your tone there, Mike? Do you not like Army of the Dead? No, actually, I enjoyed most of it. There's just a few things that were a little meh. We'll talk about that later in the spoilers, Matt. So we already have to go to spoilers already? We're only like a few minutes into the pod. Jesus, Mike. No, no, I'm just saying we'll talk about the things that I identified that maybe I didn't like as much in the spoilers. But overall, I like this movie. I thought it was pretty fun, and I I recommend it. Five out of five reels. Got it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk with you all next week. Matt, how did you feel about this zombie movie? I don't know. Do you like a lot of zombie movies? I know you're a huge fan of The Walking Dead, but that was kind of different. I like The Walking Dead. I liked um, the Woody Harrelson zombie movie, uh, Zombieland. Those two were a lot of fun. I like zombie movies when they're not super serious. Uh, the Brad Pitt one I enjoyed. I thought that was pretty good. I'm forgetting the name of it. Oh, the um, the one with the really fast zombies. What was that one? I don't know. That's why I threw it to you. W- You're- World World War Z. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. But yes, no, I- I'm okay with zombies. I don't have an issue with zombie movies. This one is, you know, it's your stereotypical starting out zombie flick with uh, the federal government doing something they shouldn't have on a convoy and, you know, a dude getting some head in a car and then slamming into the convoy. 
Well, spoilers, Matt. Jeez. I'm pretty sure it's in the trailer. I don't know if it's in the trailer or not. Is it in the trailer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think it is. But how is it a spoiler? It's like the first 20 seconds of the movie. Ah, you just gave away how the pandemic starts. Oh, wait, that's a bad word. How the end of the world starts? Mm, I don't know. But it wasn't the end of the world. It was only quarantined around Las Vegas. Matt, if we don't have Vegas, we've got nothing. That's not true. We still have Atlantic City. Or Reno. I mean, no one likes Reno, though. And the Bunny Ranch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Bunny Ranch. Okay. True. True. I guess that's true. I mean, come on, Mike. You know you watched that documentary on HBO. About the Bunny Ranch? No, no. Was it good? I didn't really pay attention to what anyone was saying, but sure. Ah, was it more of a visual piece, Matt? Yes, it was definitely very visual driven. It was like like a comic book or a movie or, you know, something like that. It's just something you just sit there and stare at and enjoy and don't pay attention to whatever anyone else is saying. Okay, all right. This movie uh, obviously uh, was... Written and directed by Zack Snyder, so I was uh, expecting some interesting scenes and things, and I I think I got most of what I wanted out of this. There's a few things that I I would have liked to have seen a little different, but once again, Matt, we will talk about that on the spoilers. You know the biggest thing that I would like to see different, Mike? What's that, Matt? It be a normal runtime for Zack Snyder. I mean, this is a Zack Snyder runtime, don't get me wrong. But this is not a normal runtime for a normal movie. I That's definitely one of the, the complaints on my side as well. It was a little bit long in the tooth on some things. There's, there's some story arcs that uh, really aren't necessary in, and don't really add too much to the movie, I felt. But, um, you know, I, I guess there's, there's some good scenes too. I, I don't know. But yes, it was too long for sure. Too long. It was too long, and what's even more interesting is that a lot of the characters that you want more development behind really isn't there, even though this movie is literally two and a half hours long. Yeah, I was surprised by the runtime, Matt, when I was like, whoa, we have two and a half hours. Okay, buckle up, get ready. We're going for a ride. I was going to say, it felt like two and a half hours to me. It did feel like two and a half hours. It wasn't as quick as... There's quite a few lulls, actually, in this movie. It kind of kind of starts off with a bang and then just you know a little roller coaster action which you kind of expect in this type of movie but like this one was very very low lows high highs i guess like rollos i don't uh no those are the that's the candy that gets stuck in your teeth right yes that's the caramel chocolate candy man i haven't had a rollo in forever that is, man, I just had like a vision of what they look like and what they feel like when you're eating them. Did you get the taste in your mouth too? No, I can't remember quite what they taste like. Because I figured, you know, with your passion for food and how quickly you eat things, you would retain like that, that, that mental taste, like whenever you thought of a kind of food. Well, my wife would say that I don't retain any taste because I eat it so fast I don't even have a chance to taste it. I have witnessed that. I have witnessed that. And we've discussed that in podcasts before, where we used to have to order you an entire pizza on your own in middle school. Yeah, dude, I was a growing boy. 
clearly you're still growing, Mike, and so am I. Yeah, I guess just different direction. Yeah, I'm I'm more horizontal now, not quite as vertical. Yeah, me too, Matt. Me too. So, Army of the Dead. It was okay. I enjoyed myself. It's uh, what I would just, even though it's on Netflix, I would call it a summer blockbuster popcorn flick. There's not a lot of substance, but there's a whole lot of gore and there's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I, uh, one of the things I really liked about this movie was it, it wasn't too serious. There are a few serious moments in it, of course, but for the most part, it didn't take itself too seriously. And that seems to be the zombie movies that are awesome. Like, Matt, did you see like the Boy Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? I love that movie. No, I never saw that. No, I never got around to seeing that. Dude, you would love it. You would love it. I'm just telling you, because because of your Boy Scout history and stuff, I think it would be even more poignant for you. But anyway, that was a great movie. Same kind of reason. Just doesn't take itself too seriously, but good. You know, what was that recent zombie movie that we kind of watched, Matt? And it was not that great. Had good advertising, and uh, I think Bill Murray was in it as a zombie. Which one was that? Okay, so I was talking about that the other day to uh, my good buddy Matt Santos because uh, one of his favorite musicians is in that movie. It's The Dead Don't Die. Tom Waits is Santos's favorite musician in the entire world. He almost got a tattoo of him on his shoulder when he was drunk in the 80s and on various other drugs in San Francisco. But anyways, The Dead Don't Die. And if you remember, Mike, we never sat down and reviewed it. We talked about it. We were going to review it. You went, went and watched it in the theater and you said, you're not going to like this movie. So let's not review it. Well, man, I was woefully disappointed on that movie. It just wasn't, I don't know. It just didn't have what I thought it was going to have. It had, um, what's his face from Star Wars was in it, right? Um, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren was in it. Yeah. What's what's his, his real Adam name? Adam Driver. Matt? Yeah. Adam Driver was in it. And I was like, okay, Adam Driver's doing good. And he's got a lot. Yeah. Uh, just didn't like it. I don't know. Well, I watched it on HBO Max because I believe it's still on there, maybe right now. Uh, it was okay. It's not an incredible zombie movie. It's more of a uh, satire zombie movie. Like, they do things and they don't react. And it's just, it's how that filmmaker makes most of his movies. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I, 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 I didn't like that one. Like, Zombieland, that was great. Um, there was another one where it was like a romance movie. And uh, I was surprised that I liked it so much. I'm trying to think of the, which one that one was. Warm Bodies. Yeah, Warm Bodies. That one was uh, it, it, it was kind of funny. So I, I like that one too, even though it was like a kind of a chick flick, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle. I liked Warm Bodies. I thought it was fun. So you, you think this movie takes itself a little less seriously? I would say it goes back and forth. I don't think this movie can make up its mind if it wants to be a serious zombie movie or if it wants to be a comedic zombie movie. Because there are scenes with Dave Bautista's character and his character's daughter in the movie that are very like serious and very heart-wrenching. And then you have scenes that are more on the funny side. And then you have scenes that are really over-the-top gory, which is awesome. That's what zombie movies are here for. Yeah, you, you're right. There there are some very uh, emotional scenes with uh, David Batista and his, his daughter. But I think outside of that, it was 
it was pretty fun and kind of light. I, I don't know. I guess there were some, some other stuff. It, it does go up and down a little bit, I guess. I'm, I'm wafering. I'm wafering. Why'd you do that to me, Matt? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break you, Mike. I'm sorry. Mike loves this movie. Five out of five reels. Done. Anyways, no, I, I, I like it. It's just, I don't think Zack Snyder had quite enough of a vision in a straight line like he typically does in the past. So I, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I enjoyed myself. It's just, it's not at the level of like Zombieland. Like Zombieland is absolutely incredible. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's action packed. This has moments that are really funny, and then it has moments where it's trying to be real serious, and then moments where it's kind of funny, and then they just kind of stop on the being funny. I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. I definitely say, you know, if you got a few hours to kill, why not sit down and put it on a Netflix? Would I say rush out and go see it in the theaters? Probably not. But definitely watch it on Netflix, especially if you like horror movies or if you like zombie movies, because it's fun. All right, man. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. And with that, Matt, I'm going to ask you, what are you drinking today? (sighs) Well, Mike, inspired by our zombies that are always clawing at people, I'm drinking a girly drink. I'm drinking a little White Claw Raspberry. Oh, man, I I thought you were going to go somewhere totally different, but uh, that's funny. All right. I thought it was funny, too. That's why I got it. Well, uh, surprise, surprise. I am drinking a double IPA. Uh, This one is from Wicked Weed uh, Brewing and is called Freak of Nature. It's, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's their double IPA. It's pretty good. Pretty tasty. Does it taste like the marijuanas, too? Uh, No, it's not that kind of weed. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, what do you think this is, Arizona? Yes. At least that's where I'm at. Here, hold on. Let me go get a gummy. (laughs) Nice. So, all right, Mike, that means it's my turn to ask the easiest question you've had in a long time. Mike, how does Army of the Dead starring Guardians of the Galaxy's Dave Bautista, I mean, written and directed by Zack Snyder, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, Matt, it was such a hard question. Uh, yes, like you said, uh, this one MCU tie-in is super easy. Uh, Dave Bautista, who plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, uh, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. Um, so this one was this one was easy. And I like easy because a lot of times it's pretty tough. So I'll take the easy ones when I can get it, Matt. We know you prefer the easy ones, Mike. I did go to high school with you. Oh, wow. Man, I just got burned bad. Does it hurt? I hope it does. Is it third degree or only second? I can't feel my face. (laughs) Well, Mike, talking about Dave Bautista, how's this for some news? Dave Bautista is probably not going to do Drax anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I was reading about that. I didn't realize how old he is. He's a lot older than I thought he was. Yeah, he's in his mid-50s, and he said it's be- becoming more and more difficult to do take up acting roles without his shirt all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, th- that'd be tough as well with all that makeup and stuff. Yeah, that's got to 
that's got to take a long time just to imagine you, you get all that makeup on and they're like, okay, we're going to shoot for 30 minutes. You're like, I did this for that. <laughs> well, what I think they should do, it wasn't real common in the comic books, but Drax would wear, you know, t-shirts and stuff every now and then. So why not hook them up with something like that? Or even like a leather vest or something just to cut back on the amount of makeup and male chest nudity. I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't mind that, you know, whatever. Well, no, that's one of his things. Like, you know, he says he's like killing himself, working out, trying to keep in shape so that he can run around without his shirt off in Guardians and things like that. And it's just bothering him because he wants to be able to eat things that he likes every now and then. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, and I I guess with a lot of MCU characters, there's going to become a time where people are just not going to want to be that character anymore, you know? Because after you've played that character for five, six movies, it's like, okay, that's cool. Maybe it's time to move on to something else, or you know, even though it it could be extremely successful, like the MC movies, MCU movies have been. I'm sure you kind of get tired of it, you know. Well, okay, Mike, we are now officially in our spoiler section of the Real Film Nerds podcast, episode number triple two. Mike, go ahead. Start spoiling since you're always itching to spoil first thing when we start recording. Okay, man. I, I mean, I wasn't itching to spoil. I just didn't want to talk about some of the things. Like, so, so Matt, the, the story arc in this that had um, the daughter and Dave Batista um, was fine that they had like this tension, but there's this other part where the daughter's trying to go find um, Gita the character in the movie and i felt like that wasn't needed at all like that was just extra stuff like it just didn't seem like it needed to be there you know like that that was like an extra half hour of the movie that could have been taken out and then the whole zombie pregnancy thing that could have been left out that was really weird and it really didn't have anything other than pissing off the king zombie i guess but how does dead flesh create a living thing? No, I I mean, I just let that one go as far as like, eh, you know, whatever. But the one thing I would have liked to know a little bit more about was how come the one lady there, uh, Coyote, um, know, knew all this stuff about him? Like, like, she seemed to be too knowledgeable? Well, clearly she'd gone in and out of it many, many times. Yeah, um, but I... I don't know. Like the, uh, I would have liked to know more about the alphas or whatever. That's what they call them, right? The, like the more fast, smart ones versus the, the, uh, what, what did they call them? I don't know. They had, they had some slang in it, but they didn't really use it that much. So it was like lost on me. Yeah. The regular zombies. I'm just going to call them the, the regs, the regs. Yeah. You know, slow, slow and grumpy. Yeah. I think the, the coyote, I mean, that's again, that's, where I was talking about earlier, where it'd be nice to have a little bit more backstory. So it would be nice to have some more of her backstory. Get rid of, you know, the the daughter and that other uh, Gita character. Toss them completely away. Give us more backstory on the Kyoti. Give us more backstory on the crew that's like actually going in, not these last minute crew. And then, you know, I don't want to get judgmental, I guess, a little bit. But Theo Rossi is a well-known actor. 
He is from Sons of Anarchy, is probably his biggest claim to fame, but he's been in several movies and TV shows, and he has like almost a side character role. Yeah, he, he was barely in it. I was expecting him to have a little bit more, of course. And then it, it would have been uh, neat to find out more about the the Tanaka character. Like, what's what's up with him? He's Is he a billionaire? What, what is, like, it just seemed like he was like a casino owner maybe or something, but they didn't even really explain that. Like, no, no. Very they, loose. They, they assume that he owns the casino that they're going to try and get the money out of because he does say that they the government or his insurance company had already reimbursed him for the money that they're going to get. So it'd be free and clear. But beyond that, there's not much backstory. They Zack Snyder throws a little bit of a hint that he's being hired by the federal government to do this because there's three, four star generals, one from each branch of the military or three branches of the military. And then there's a dude standing there in plain clothes, which clearly is supposed to be like FBI or CIA. They never explain that. There's a lot of stuff. There's there's a lot of questions in this movie that just if you're creating more questions by having these little two and three second clips, just cut them out. Save us time because it's just confusing. Yeah, like I did like some of the characters in it, some of the unique characters, like uh, Dieter, you know, the the, the German uh, safe cracker, and like there there were some kind of fun characters that that were part of the ragtag crew to go take out the the zombies and and get the money and then i enjoyed the the montage of the building the team and every person got paid less and less hey will you do this for like 10 bucks i'm in <laughs> yeah it's it's straight up that rick and morty episode of you know the heist i don't know you don't watch rick and morty but there's a whole episode about heists and like the heist thon and stuff <laughs> and it's funny because every single time rick goes and recruits someone to join his heist team they all say the same thing. They're like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> and it just kept reminding me of that. And I, I loved it. But they're just, I would have liked more about the team. I would have liked some of the other side characters to be removed and tossed out. Give us some more information about why they're so badass. Like, okay, for instance, um, the one actress, she, she has like a love affair with Dave Bautista's character, in her mind at least. And then... We're supposed to feel emotional when her head literally gets spun around like a top on her body. And it's like, I didn't feel anything because you really didn't give us backstory on why she's so emotionally attached to him. And then uh, uh, the Tig Nortaro, who plays uh, Marianne Peters, the helicopter pilot, she clearly is a badass pilot because those ending scenes, you know, she's flying this crazy ass helicopter next to no information on how she became such a badass. Clearly it was military somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe she was a paramedic helicopter pilot. That's this badass. Give us a little bit more. They just left a lot lacking. I love the, the, the pilot though. Like I loved her character. I did. I would have liked to know a little bit more about her, but she was awesome. Her character was so great. Like just, I loved it. It was just well played. It, it made sense to me. And it's nice to see Tig getting some pretty big, roles you know she she's been she's had several roles she's a comedian and she's had several roles throughout the years mostly on tv and things and a few movies here and there but nothing real big i mean this was a pretty significant role for her i would have really liked to have seen a lot more of her i would have liked to have seen a lot more of that original team cut everything out else out just give us the team give us the heist be done with it 
Yeah, and of course the plant guy. I mean, everybody knew that he was going to try and do something to muck stuff up. It was like the same old, same old. I just, I guess my question was like, well, what's he going to do? And what's he after? And then when we find out what he was after, I was a little confused on how it was worth money. But then there's like one little scene where they tell you, and it's like, man, okay, cool, I guess. Yeah, it's still... It still was very much of a letdown, I guess. Although his death was probably the most insane, satisfying death in the entire movie. Pretty close. Yeah. His death was pretty pretty uh, gratifying, but I do think, Matt, they wasted a lot of CG budget on, on doing the, the, the zombie tiger, which, I mean, it was cool. It was cool, but there was like four scenes with that tiger. It's like... I don't know if you needed that much. I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely kind of a gimmick. I mean, it was cool. I'm not going to lie. It, it was cool looking. This is cool. It's just, I felt like maybe some other stuff could have been done that would have been better. Maybe more entertaining. I don't know. Um, oh, Matt, the uh, safe scene where they get the zombies to walk through, essentially, just like Indiana Jones, like straight out of Indiana Jones. Um I love that part. Man, that was funny. Dude, there's some really good redeeming interesting parts that you it's shit like you've never seen before. You know, there that's one thing about Zack Snyder. You always see something in his films where it's something you've never seen before that's really cool and it's like, "Man, why didn't I think of that?" Here's my for instance on that. The Zombie King. How badass is it to have this zombie king riding a zombie horse with a metal helmet that he made? holding like a sword, like directing a zombie army. I mean, dude, have you ever seen that in a zombie movie? No, no, I haven't seen that. I, I enjoyed that he had the helmet because it's like, oh, you got to shoot him in the eyeball hole. Right. He was more of a badass and he was definitely, you know, the king or the god or the ruler of all of them. And it's, it was just, it was a very cool scene. It was a cool concept. Give us some more shit like that. Give us more stuff that's really unique and fun. You know, another, you know, we were talking about him early, but Theo uh, Rossi's character, uh, Bert, there's a, he makes a second appearance after he's a zombie. And I was hoping for like kind of a bigger fight and like more of a, and it just kind of ends. Like it's just very lackluster on how that went down. And she couldn't shoot him in the head, but then there's like 12 zombies running at her and she shoots all of them perfectly with one shot in the head without reloading. Amazing. It's because she got real good that fast, right? Right. Yeah. No, it was just, I felt like that was a little weird. Well, and they definitely set him up really good to be the creepy asshole, almost villain-ish guy because at the beginning, you know, he's clearly taking advantage of the refugees that are trying to get out of the area taking advantage of him sexually, financially, all kinds of different levels. I mean, he he was playing the role well, and it was just a letdown what they did with his character. There was just not a whole lot there, it, it, especially with a talent like Theo Rossi. He's a great actor. Um, I did enjoy, there's kind of a, a shootout in the casino floor, and that was kind of fun, but I kind of wanted to see a little bit more casino-y things. I felt like they could have highlighted that unique environment a little bit better but it still was fun to see like money flying through the air because you know obviously they're not going to make it out of there with 
200 million and actually I, I would I don't know maybe one of our listeners could do it but I think 200 million dollars would not be transportable via the helicopter with that many people if those people actually made it well but they didn't make it and I think they were counting on that yeah but like you know the weight the physical weight like they always forget about that in the movies like we only got a hundred dollar bills man like that's that's a lot of bills it is it's a whole lot of bills so what about this where they're in the safe and I'm forgetting the character's name and the actor's name. Oh, was it Omar? No, it yes. wasn't Omar. Uh, Raul Castillo, I think. No, maybe not. I don't know. The the big, huge buff dude with the saw. Yeah, dude. I think that was Omar uh, Hardwick. Is that Omari Hardwick? Yeah. Okay, that is Omari Hardwick. Okay. So Omari Hardwick... And he starts going to like this philosophical saying about how they're trapped in like time, like repeating themselves and this is their bodies and stuff. And I was like, oh, great. Zack Snyder's really going to throw a curveball at us. And then you never hear anything about it, about it again. It's just, I don't know if that was like a dig at like Inception or like one of those movies or Tenet or something, but it, it was pretty funny. It was funny. And did you notice on one of the dead bodies when they're when he was going off on that rant that had the same like necklace that one of the characters was wearing? They all had the same outfits if you look at all the bodies. They had the same outfits as all the main characters. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for, but that was that was interesting. I mean, the concept of sending these this team in and then they find like another like evidence of other teams, I'm like, oh, that's gotta be disheartening. You know? <sighs> have all the have all the uh uh other people before you just everybody's dead and you're like oh man and then on top of all that man like they didn't need this at all the whole nuking the area i mean i guess it helped to create urgency but like when when they pushed it up a day it was like well they couldn't even get clear of the area if they were flying right now right yeah it was kind of ridiculous again another thing that would have saved time in the movie all right mike well i think i'll ask the question how many reels? Well, man, I'm going to give this one four out of five reels because uh, I can look past all the things on this one. And, you know, zombie horror movie it had some good scenes. So I'm going to go four out of five. I enjoyed it. Dude, this is crazy. I am clearly becoming the bitter old man because I nowhere near four out of five. What, what do you got? Bitter old man? I'm thinking two. No, no. I went three. I enjoyed it. Oh, I thought okay. it was a fun movie. I just didn't think it was anything spectacular, earth-shattering, groundbreaking, whatever. I mean, but I I did enjoy myself. I don't know. Mike, I think you're just changing. You're becoming kinder, gentler, more nurturing in your old age. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, I guess that could be happening, you know. Raising a child, I've become weak. So that means you need to replace it with a gun, right? I don't know how you got to that, but uh, no. Well, you got to take out the zombie somehow, or at least like a machete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like the, like, what was that? Like a tile saw? What, what kind of saw was that? I don't even know. I think it was a tile saw or something. It, it, honestly, to tell you the truth, what it looked like was one of the saws that they use for cutting open cars. Oh, like a Jaws of Life kind of Yeah, thing? but they don't call them Jaws of Life because those are you know, hydraulic like clamps that expand, but it yeah. looked like a hydraulic saw that you'd find on a fire truck or something that can cut through just about anything. That's what it looked like to me. 
I don't know, man. It looked crazy heavy, though. Like, it looked like like wielding that and trying to use it as a weapon and be like, all right, I got one. I'm tired. Look how cut he was, though. I mean, he clearly is cut from just lifting up the saw all the time. Well, I mean, all right. So he could be like, I got three. Okay, I'm tired. I'd, I'd rather be with everyone else running around with, you know, submachine guns and AR-15s and, you know, whatever. I'd, r- I'd rather be doing one of those, but that's me. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd want to go light light and a lot of punch and and you know in in this movie it doesn't matter that much but it seems like they went through a lot more ammo than they brought yeah ammo is heavy too they didn't they brought the gasoline for the helicopter but they didn't bring any ammunition bags so i don't know yeah not sure myself all right mike so what movie for next week oh man i don't even know man i haven't even looked okay i'm always behind mike this is why i'm on top of it because i'm not sure if uh, it's your week or not, because I was on the radio this morning and I told him, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. I had no clue. So I'm not sure if you picked Army of the Dead or if it was me. I know we both wanted to watch it. But Mike, this next one, you're going to have to go to the theater. And I think you're going to be excited to finally get to see it because it was supposed to come out last year. We're talking about A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is the one that I wanted to watch. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that one. I enjoyed the first one so much that I was eagerly anticipating one last year. And then this little turned out to be a big thing called Pandemic really ruined it. It was about to come out, too, man. Like, I think it was supposed to be released right when they shut everything down. It was supposed to be like April, March or April of last year, if I remember right. Yeah. I think it was March, man. Yeah. Anyways. So, Mike, it is coming out finally in theaters May 28th. It is directed and written by your future uh, ex-wife's husband, John Krasinski. <laughs> My future ex-wife's husband. When? Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, you, I know you like Emily Blunt. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's great. Um, she's good, great actress. Like, amazing, actually. Huge huge range and very different characters and it's pretty cool seeing all the different things she's done i think live die repeat or no what's the other name of it edge of tomorrow the edge of tomorrow was one of my favorites uh with her in it but she's done all kinds of amazing roles i'm sure that's what it is mike you love that it's her range and talent of acting that's what it is totally that's all it is 100 percent. all right well mike i don't have anything else Okay, well, uh, you know, with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And make sure you catch us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, uh, you know, uh, if you feel comfortable, go out there and watch a movie. Quiet Place 2 would be a good one for the summer. Let's get those theaters going. Or, you know, if you don't want to watch a movie at the theater, uh, just stream something and... uh, uh, hit us up at Mike at the Real Film Nerds or Matt at the Real Film Nerds. Let us know what you're doing. Let's see, what, hear what you're watching. We like to to hear about what people are watching, and if you have any suggestions, that'd be great. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, go out there and watch or stream as many movies as you can. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. He's here, Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast in studio with me on Magic 99.1. How you doing there, Matty? 
Another day in paradise, Lisa. Another day in paradise. I just sense a little bit of sarcasm in your tone. <laughs> never. I'm never sarcastic. How Ma- dare you? That's the hardest working man in the Cinco <laughs> Cities. That's what he tells me every Monday morning anyway. Uh, I don't know about the hardest working man. I still sleep sometimes. Sometimes. So. Okay. But you did find a little time last week to catch Army of the Dead, right? Actually, I caught it yesterday after our internet came back, after all those hours of it being off. Was it off? Yeah, you didn't hear about Sparklight. Yeah, Yeah, see, you were out enjoying nature. Yes. (laughs) Some of us needed it to work, and it wasn't working, so I couldn't do work, so I caught up on my work and then watched my movie. So so I'm a little tired. How long was it out? It was out almost all day, just specifically our cable provider, oh. not not the other one. Right. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that it got up in time for you to catch this movie so you could report back to us this morning. How was it? It was okay. Just okay. It was okay. It, I mean, it's a, it's a summer blockbuster that was released on Netflix. It's a zombie movie with lots of blood, guts, and gore and action. Oh, fun. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, but there's just not a whole lot of substance. So that's why I'm saying it's okay. It's okay. It, right. it, it was fun to watch just because it takes you away. Right. You know, and I mean, who doesn't want to go and hang out in a zombie-filled Las Vegas? Yeah, for sure. Tell me, was it a takeoff of Walking of the Dead? Yeah, well, it's obviously a combination of every single zombie movie in one way, shape, or form. So in this one, there's like a zombie king and queen, and then there's zombies that move really fast, like in that one Brad Pitt zombie movie, (laughs) and then there's the zombies that walk slow. Those are the ones I'm picturing. So, yeah, Yeah. it was a combination of all of them. I'm kind of thinking of uh, Michael Jackson's thriller video, those kind of zombies. Yeah, those were around. There wasn't as, there was a lot of them, but they're not as much of a threat as the really fast and smart ones were in the film. Where did the smart, fast ones come from? Well, in this film, the zombies, much like, you know, other zombie films, came from a transportation from government officials and whatever was containing the zombie was knocked over and got loose outside of Vegas. Of course it So did. it's always the government. <laughs> always the government. That is hilarious. How many reels are you going to give it? Like I said, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It's not anything earth-shattering, but it's not terrible. Um, I give it three. I, you know, it's right there in the middle right. of the road for me. Three out of five reels. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 70. Metacritic 57. IMDb 6 out of 10. You're right there with them. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a good pop, what we would call back when theaters, you know, people went to movie theaters. We call it a good old fashioned blockbuster popcorn flick. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. sit and eat and watch. Enjoy and not think about anything. Very good. Very good. All right. And you caught it on Netflix, correct? Yes, it's on so Netflix. It's free. But they had it in the theaters, I think, last week for a little while. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Very good. What are we going to watch next week? I have no clue. No clue? Uh-uh. Should I make a recommendation? Yeah, I would love to hear your recommendation, but it, I might have to pass. Did you ever catch the classic Footloose? Of course. Who hasn't, who hasn't watched Footloose? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that remake, we don't talk about that remake. Okay, how about one of my very favorite movies of all time? Do you know what it is? I'm going with... Terminator 2. No. Ugh. No. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
What's well, the movie? I, that's kind of expected. Um, great. You do this early <laughs> in the morning when I'm barely awake. Um, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. There we yeah. go. Okay. All right. Well, you watch what you're going to watch and then let me know. Okay. okay. Well, I'll ask my co-host because okay. he, he has to pick. That's the hard part is being on West Coast and East Coast. Our times get mixed up. Sometimes sure. it doesn't get it to me fast it's enough. It's not a problem. You know, I'm we're sorry, not, Lisa. We're not saving lives here, Matt. We're just entertaining the people. I hope we're entertaining the people. <laughs> so. well, you entertain me every week. Catch his podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt, thank you for joining me this morning on what station? Magic 99.1. Thank you. <laughs>